Manx Radio Sport. A very good evening to you. I'm Rob Pritchard and welcome once again to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio with you now through until 6.30pm with another packed schedule of sport from the Isle of Man this weekend coming up tonight. Just two points separate the top four in the men's Premier League in Manx football and there's nothing to choose at the summit of Division 2 as the latest fixtures across the division await this weekend. After a win and a draw in the last week, FC Alabama back on home soil with the fierce test of Congleton Town awaiting them on Saturday night. In rugby, three local fixtures including big tests for Douglas and Vagabonds and three separate derbies in one league as part of another busy schedule of fixtures in next Manx hockey. That is all to come this evening. going to kick things off straight away with looking at Manx football. The roller coaster of a season goes on at the moment. Two points separating the top four sides in the Canada Life Men's Premier League and it's just as close in Division 2 as well in these early stages of the season and plenty more to come. Um, for the first time this evening we'll bring in Tony Mepham to give us a quick word on, well Tony just how is this season going? It's tremendous isn't it? Well it is good for, for everyone if you're involved in it. It's the same sort of thing isn't it where you're sort of down towards the bottom. You've got more panic stations to to try and stay in the league but no there's one or two clubs up there let's look at uh, St John's first shame that game has gone tonight he announced uh, before that uh, the game was postponed and they had a look at the pitch this morning about 11 o'clock and no chance the, the warning light was on last night and uh, thanks for St John's for keeping us informed and uh, just no way so unfortunately that one's gone uh, but let's have a look at Union Mills as well they've been fantastic um, in uh, recent weeks I've watched them a couple of times uh, they play some great football they've got plenty of goals in them at the moment even though one of their key players transferred this week uh, Leo Fox which is a, a strange one because uh, Stephen Fox was manager last year but um, you know if um, something doesn't fit for you then uh, you're in your rights to uh, sort of transfer at the moment uh, but uh, Peel massive uh, club in Manx football and last year found it really hard um, to sort of get involved in that uh, top four but at the moment absolutely flying and that's all boiling down to Reese Oates I think Rob because he's in great form in front of goal it's just nice to be able to ping a ball up to a wonderful footballer and uh, he'll do the business and score the goals but there's a plenty of other talent in there as well but Reese at the moment is a shining light for them. Absolutely. Well, the table at the moment is uh, St John's at the top on 15 points and then in behind them are Peel Air United and uh, my mind's gone blank. Union, Union Mills, of course. Union Mills, yep. Took yep. me a moment there, but obviously with St John's, as you rightly mentioned, their game tonight postponed because of a waterlogged pitch. It's a big opportunity. So, five games then going into Saturday in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. Yeah, it is. And uh, Union Mills against uh, Onken, I think uh, that's the game that Paul Moran's uh, choosing uh, for me to go and visit. And I watched them a couple of weeks ago and really impressed, enjoyed the way they went about it. As well with Onken, I think um, they're doing really well to say it's their first season uh, back in the Premier League since uh, the 90s. So well done to them. Um, Tom Creer, I'm not too sure if he'll play because I think the under-18s will be back. I don't know how they got on this morning, Rob. I don't know if you got the scoreline, but yesterday uh, certainly did well with a super win. Uh, but if Tom's in there, it gives them just a little bit of different shape. Uh, but I thought last week uh, they were good. Um, they played good football. Uh, and against the Millers, they're going to find it tough. But I just think the way Union Mills and Paul Giver's got them playing at the moment is going to be very difficult for them to break it down defensively. Well, let's take another look at one of the other contenders up at the top, Peel. They're at home to struggling St George's. Yeah, they are struggling. And uh, another one, uh, you'll remember the name, Nathan Cardi, last year from FCL of Man. Now, he's transferred to uh, Castletown. And uh, uh, people blame um, the Alaman FA for allowing transfers to go through uh, up until the end of December. There's nothing you can do. It's the English FA. We have to play under their rules. And it's something that's there in place now. But 
you just sort of question, and I'm not knocking Nathan, but, you know, St George's are really struggling. Nathan got in the FC Alabama squad. For whatever reason this year, he doesn't seem to be there in that squad or being involved. And he's taken a drop into Division 2. I think Castletown will probably get promoted this year. Uh, but where the team's really struggling for players, they've only got one. I think it's nice for them to, uh, you know, hang in there and just try and make it work. For whatever reason, he's left. And, you know, yeah, accept that one. But uh, St George's tomorrow against Peel, I just think they'll find it too difficult. We've seen over recent games when St George's have played the top sides, they just haven't got quite enough. And Johnny Myers must be getting frustrated. But, you know, if Kieran McNulty's missing, there's another sort of minus for them. Uh, but uh, with Johnny there, he'll get the best out of the lads. But I just don't think they'll have enough. And that's why I go for Peel. Then up in the north of the island, another in the mix up at the top, Air United. They're at home to Corinthians. This isn't a straightforward one for the northern side, is it? No, it isn't. It's probably one of the best games I saw last year uh, in Manx football uh, was the Air against Air Corinthians uh, league game at Air. And it was uh, the one where Air actually won the league. They didn't uh, beat Corinthians. I think it was a draw, if I remember rightly. But that night, uh, Russian had uh, sort of dropped points and that allowed Air to win it. But it's always a big battle for these two sides. I watched Corinthians last week. 3-0 up after seven minutes, Rob. Josh Ridings with the three goals. Uh, pretty impressive. But then Ramsey worked hard. They got two goals uh, back. And then uh, Josh uh, Ridings had a penalty uh, sort of saved by Kirill Vilev at the end. So, uh, you know, I just think Corinthians... I've got a good chance of winning this one, but against old boys, Air were poor, but since then they've got it right. And uh, Nick Hurt will be trying to see if he can get them young lads uh, mixing it with Corinthians. But I think the experience might just get Corinthians through it. And then in the south of the island, a team looking to press on, Russian United, they're at home to Laxey. Yeah, I'm delighted. You don't like to see a team as big as Russian. And, you know, last year, second, Rob, and this year, last week, uh, Geordie's against Russian, the two bottom sides uh, of uh, the Premier League. And I don't know the last time that happened. Um, but uh, certainly Russian back with a bang. Furu Davies was there. Mikey Williams was there. We don't know if they're included in tomorrow's squad. Uh, but with those two included, um, it just gives you a different edge up front because Mikey Williams is tremendous. And uh, Furu, as we know, will always score plenty of goals. And just Man Mountain, he's so strong. Uh, good on the ball, good in the air. He's got everything. And uh, one or two other players are coming in. I noticed uh, for Russian as well. So it'll make them stronger. But take note of Laxey as well. They're climbing up the league a little bit. Good result last week against the Johnners, winning 1-0. That was impressive. And I think uh, Johnny Palmer's team is looking quite strong this week as well. And uh, if Tom Smith and everyone else at the back can keep things tight and stop the Russians' attack, then I can see uh, Laxey getting something out of it. I'm going to go for a draw in this one. Just very quickly before we move on to the next game. Actually, just a bit of a point of clarity. You mentioned yep. Laxey's result there. I believe I said on Saturday Sport Classified last week that that was St John's first league defeat of the campaign away second. at Laxey 1-0. Yep. It was, in fact, their second. Yep. So if I did say that, there we go. There's your clarity for you. It was St John's second league defeat of the season. They, of course, lost 4-3 to Peel. There's a lot to remember, Rob. Season. A Absolutely. Plenty to say, Kim. Well, there is another game in the Canada Life Men's Premier League this weekend. Douglas Royal, they host Morale. Yeah, same again with Douglas Royal. We don't know how strong they're going to be, but uh, in recent weeks you've got Dominic McCarry brennan You've also got uh, Kyle Watson in that team there. Lewis Roberts as well, playing for FC Alaman. So that weakens them a little bit, but... You know, Moran, um I thought they might have turned the corner uh, when they beat uh, the top one of the top sides. But, you know, since then, they've dropped more points and it's going to be a tough one for them. If Royal have got the full strength side, Rob, I don't see a problem in this game for Royal. Uh, but without knowing the squad, I just don't know. So at the moment, I'll just hedge my bets and say that Royal might have one or two back. And I'm going to go for Royal to take the points. 
plenty of food for thought before the games Absolutely. tomorrow. And then we look at DPS Limited Division 2. Before we take a look at the fixtures, the league leaders, St Mary's on 14 points. Crucially, they don't have a game this weekend. And Castletown in second on 12 points. They could go top. And then right in behind them as well, Michael United with a couple of games in hand on 10 points. Oh, it's a, a cracking league as well, isn't it? I think the DPS Limited Div 2 is more interesting than the Premier League at the moment. The reason why I say that, Rob, is I watched St Mary's against uh, St Mary's last week. Uh, sorry, St Mary's against Michael. And um, absolutely superb game of football to watch. Both teams committed. Both teams wanted to Plenty win. Plenty of comments that it was a, it was a oh, cracking game. It was good football. There was a lot of commitment, but no malice in it at all. I don't mind a, a committed tackle going in to win the ball as long as it's directed well. But I'll tell you what, they've got a team and a half there. That's probably the best team I've seen Michael have in my time in Manx football. And that's a lot. And uh, well done to them for doing it. And, uh, you know, their goalkeeper, I watched him play once and uh, that was last week. But if he plays that every week, then uh, to me, Blaine Slattery and certainly Chris Bass need to have a look at him because I thought he was really good. OK, he scored an own goal, but taking that apart, great display. Defensively, they were strong. Going forward, they were strong. And, um, you know, when you look at the other two sides, Castletown. Now, here's one for you, Rob. How do you fit in five number nines into a forward line? Because now you've got Alex Crawley, you've got Danny Lane, you've got uh, uh, De Silva, Eduardo De Silva, you've got De Silva Jr. And now you've got Nathan Cardi, who's a proven Ireland player. And the interesting thing, Nathan Cardi actually put Castletown out of the final of the Cal Cup last year, who was Castletown. Uh, so uh, whether he can slot in there, I'm sure he will because his mates are there. So how do you play 5-9? So I'm waiting to find out uh, tomorrow how that goes. Uh, but also when you look at uh, the other teams around, St Mary's as well, you're right in saying no game this week and no game next week. So it's catch-up time for the teams around them. Fascinating to have a look at. But Braddon, don't forget them as well. And uh, Braddon, I've got a game tomorrow that everyone expects them to pick up three points. Well, in which case, let's get to those five games then in DPS Limited Division 2. Yeah, D&D against uh, Braddon. Uh, Braddon's current form, uh, the way they've been going in front of goal, scoring plenty of goals. So while they're in with a chance with that sort of sort of mentality, then you have to go for Braddon to uh, win against D&D. Jim's against Foxdale. Foxdale, um, OK, they've lost uh, uh, Jay Chatwood at the start of the season, but they're still doing well without him. And I've got to go for Foxdale to win that. Douglas Athletic against Castletown. As you've probably seen, uh, Douglas Athletic conceded an awful lot of goals. And when you're playing against probably now the most potent forward line in Manx football, I'm talking Premier League as well, then you have to point to a comfortable victory for Castletown. Not nice to say. Michael against Colby. Um, I'm sorry, Ollie. Ollie Edge, who I work with, who plays for Colby. His brother scores all the goals for him, but I just think Michael will beat them. And Ramsey Centre against Governors. I think Ramsey Centre will be too strong. Now let's have a quick rattle through the combination leagues. Five games in Canada Life, Combi 1. Onkin against uh, Union Mills. I'm going to go for Union Mills to win that. Uh, Moran against uh, Douglas Royal. Close battle. I don't think there'll be much between the two games, but just uh, go for Douglas Royal. Old Boys against St John's. Old Boys really struggling. St John's, I think, might have one or two first-team players available, so I've got to go for St John's. Laxey against uh, Russian. I've just been uh, speaking to Tessa downstairs. Hopefully Mike and the boys there can get this game on. She's looking forward to uh, watch her boyfriend play. But, you know, Russian, I'm not saying run away with the league, but are so, so strong. And uh, Corinthians against Air. Corinthians well up there, so I'm going to go for Corinthians to beat Air. And then we have four games in DPS Limited Combi 2. 
and uh, I know it's hard to keep track of uh, Combi 2 at the moment, uh, Rob, because uh, D&D have been awarded points that they'd actually lost, but the team that they played against played an eligible player. Uh, so D&D uh, well ahead at the moment, and against Braddon, close game, but I'll go for D&D. Foxdale against Jims, I go for Foxdale. Colby against Michael, I'm going to stick my neck out here and go for Michael to win that. And uh, St Mary's against uh, Paul Rose, difficult one to predict. St Mary's right up there, Paul Rose just below him, so I'll go for St Mary's to take the points in that game. Then we're into Sunday, and there are two games kicking off at 2pm in the Canada Life Women's League. What a humdinger. Top two sides in women's football. Corinthians against Peel at Bella Fletcher. Kicks off at uh, 2 o'clock. Um, to me, it's between these two sides to uh, win the league. And uh, they've got to play each other again yet. So, uh, at the moment, uh, Corinthians unbeaten against a more experienced Peel side. I'm just going to go for Peel just to sneak it. But uh, Corinthians certainly can win it. But I just think uh, last year, Peel had a bit between the teeth and got it right. Castletown against uh, Onken. Uh, I'm going to go for Onken to win that, even though Castletown have done really well to say it's their first time uh, back at, or, you know, sort of the way they're playing at the moment. Uh, but I just think uh, Onken will be too strong for them. And that's why I'm going to go for them to win. And then last but certainly not least, we've got two games in the Masters football on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, we've lost one, Rob. D&D uh, against uh, Colby. Unfortunately, D&D got seven players. Still a lot of people going away because of covid People have missed holidays and stuff. It's half term. We always play games on the second uh, Sunday of half term. So unfortunately, Colby get awarded the points. And Governor's Athletic against Air. I watched that uh, Air United side about three weeks ago play. It looks like the first team, Rob, to be honest with you. So I have to go for Air to win. Very well, and we'll just give a quick mention. FCL of Man back in action tomorrow evening against Congleton Town in the NWCFL Premier Division. After an impressive 4-1 win away in the FA Vars at Billingham Town at the weekend, they then went on to get a huge point against Withenshaw Town. 2-2 draw at Eric Stan Park, and Withenshaw Town now still the only undefeated side in that division, the best attack and the best defence. It was a huge result. Well, Tony, I was going to ask for your thoughts on this, but we're absolutely rammed for time. So I think well, we'll have a... I'll have your thoughts. Absolutely, I'm sure you will. But um, we'll have a little bit of a chat about that on Saturday Live with Paul Moran tomorrow. So, Tony, in the meantime, we'll catch up with you tomorrow and see you in the commentary booth tomorrow. And uh, have a very good evening. My pleasure. So, yes, if you didn't catch that, uh, if you're not heading down to the bowl tomorrow night, FC Alaman versus Congleton Town, we've got you covered. Live coverage, game kicking off at 6pm, full live match commentary from myself and Tony on Manx Radio AM 1368 and digital. Well, we're going to turn to rugby now, and the tough games keep on coming for Douglas, and the latest of those takes place at Portishee this weekend when they take on Birkenhead Park in the Regional 2 Northwest. That's one of three rugby fixtures taking place on Ireland this weekend. Vagabonds men's will be hoping to cause an upset at Battle Fletcher, whilst third faces fourth in the Manx Shield. As ever, Dave Christian has more details. The first place to start, I guess, is in uh, Regional Northwest 2. Douglas will be hosting Birkenhead Park at Portishee. There's a 2.15 kickoff down there, and Douglas, well, they've had a fair record I guess in the past few seasons against Birkenhead Park, Covid aside the games of Portishee have been relatively close, not so close when we move away, I think there was a 60 nil uh, away at Birkenhead Park but uh, these two sides have been playing each other since the early 1970s as part of the Cheshire Cup on the field won't be quite so easy for Douglas, Douglas down near the bottom of regional northwest to Birkenhead Park in fourth place I think at the moment and we're just starting to see the leading group pull away now we're seven fixtures in Birkenhead Park 
played seven one five lost two douglas played seven one one lost six so it, it's not quite going so well at portishee but we we kind of expected that and they've had their win uh, against altrincham Kersall at home a couple of weeks ago that's given them a bit of a boost We've got some players moving around, coming back in as well. I think Neil Killier's available this weekend. Uh, he gives a little bit of solidity in the pack. We know Harry Hewson's still injured. He's going to be out for a while, but Guy Wood declared himself fit. He's had a little ankle niggle that's been holding him up. So those sort of players coming back into the fray will give Douglas a little bit of a boost. Jack Shimon and Luke Highland between them have been kicking points. Doesn't really matter who it is that's uh, launching the ball off the tee. They're both going really well. So with a bit of home advantage and a fair wind, and uh, obviously the weather conditions not looking especially favourable, uh, if they can get this game in before the rain arrives, I think they've got a reasonable chance. Vagabonds, however, in uh, ADM3. Vagabonds have picked up a win. It's not the way they would have wanted. Uh, they beat old Bedians when Bedians didn't turn up, obviously unable to field a side that weekend. And I guess it kind of highlights the difficulties clubs will have when travelling to the Isle of Man. It is a full day out. Um, Vagas, however, just missed out by a point away at Ellesmere Port last week. The team virtually unchanged this week. The forward's exactly the same couple of changes in the back line I think we've got Cal Donnell coming in in the centres he was very impressive against New Brighton that was a game I covered for Saturday Live a few weeks back and Cam Finley also coming into the back line and on the bench I've seen a name I hadn't seen for a little while now Nathan Gibson uh, Nathan Gibson an incredibly talented player uh, immense ball carrier very difficult to put on the ground and having him on the bench is going to give Vagabonds a whole world of uh, additional options whether it's back row second row or front row he can play any position in the forwards and with no ladies game the ladies coach Jack Kane also on the bench this week given Vagabonds again more front row options so they got plenty of options there the game is at Bala Fletcher it kicks off also at 2.15 and uh, Vagabonds Thornton Cleveley's uh, struggling away from home Vagas might just have a sniffer this one Domestically, we've got the Ravenscroft Manx Shield. It should have been a rest week. Uh, we'd hoped to have three fixtures on. We've got Ramsey's Reds and Nomad's Greens. We also had Ramsey's Blues and Nomad's Whites. And we also had a fixture between Western Vikings and Castletown. However, the difficulty is these were all rearranged matches. And when you initially put a fixture list out with a rest week with no fixtures on at all, sometimes trying to drop a rearranged fixture into them is kind of awkward. So two of those games have slipped by the wayside and we're left with Ramsey Reds and Nomads Greens. That's at the Murick Park. Also a 2.15 kickoff. We'll be covering that one with Saturday Live. We've got the uh, young sports reporter, protege Archie Callahan will be there with me and uh, we'll be getting Archie to give a little bit of insight into that game. It should be on paper, it should be a win for Ramsey's Reds. I've had a look at their team, haven't got any team news from Southern Nomads just yet, but I understand Southern Nomads a little bit under pressure for personnel this weekend and uh, that suspect, or that gives me the indication, I think, that Ramsey, who are pretty much at full strength, are going to probably take the points. In terms of the Ravenscroft Manx Shield, both Ramsey's Reds and Nomad's Greens have lost to their their other teams. Ramsey Reds lost to the Blues and uh, Nomad's Greens lost to their Whites. So this game should be a, a bit of a leveller up and uh, whoever takes the points will be up there in the mix at the very top of the table. <laughs> 
Manx Radio Sport. And finally tonight, another important weekend awaits in the mixed Manx hockey season. Among what's in store, there are three separate derbies taking place in one of the divisions this weekend, and a three-way battle for survival continues in the mixed Premier League. Ben Cunningham has been casting his eye over what's to come tomorrow. Looking at the latest round of fixtures in the mixed hockey leagues, let's start with the Rossborough Mixed Premier League. Early pushback at 12.35 at QE2, and this could be an interesting one because Valkyze, they're hosting Castletown Celts. Yeah, this could be really close. I mean, Castletown Celts have had a really good season, but then Valkyries have also had a really good season as well. There's only one point between the two of them. Valkyries are ahead, but only by one point. So it could be a really close game, this. I think this could maybe come down to just one decisive goal. There's three other games in the mixed Premier League, all pushing back at five past two. At the National Sports Centre, Vikings A, they're taking on Backers B. Yeah, Vikings A, on paper, you'd say uh, favourites, but don't rule out Backers B to uh, maybe try and pull off a shock result, but I'm going to go for a Vikings A win there. And then up at Ramsey Grammar School, it's Ramsey A, and they take on Vikings B. This could be an interesting one too. Yeah, I've got this down as the game of the weekend in the Premier League. Ramsey, second from bottom. Vikings B got a really, really crucial win last weekend against Valkyries B, so it would be really interesting to see how this one plays out maybe Ramsey might get their second win of the season maybe Vikings B might get their second win of the season who knows and then the other game at five past two Valkyries B are at home at QE2 they're looking to get some points on the board but it'll be a very tough ask because they're up against Backers A yeah Backers A league leaders and then Valkyries B bottom of the table but they have got a point and they have been pushing hard to try and get some results, but I think it might be a bridge too far for uh, Falkyres B to get one over back as A. And then we move into Rossborough, mixed Division 1, three games. Yep, so the 11.05 is Valkyres C against Vikings D. Valkyres C, top of the league, but they lost out last week to uh, Harlequins A. And that's brought the gap now down to just two points at the top of the table. So it'd be interesting to see if Valkyries can make up for dropping points last week and the week before when they drew with Castletown. The 12.35 game is Harlequins A against Vikings C. Vikings C, bottom of the league, Harlequins A coming off that really good win last weekend over top of the table, Valkyries C. And then at 3.35, we have Backers C against Castletown Southerners. Both teams equal on points. Backers be just ahead at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out, but that could be a really close game, I reckon. And then three games as well in the Rossborough Mixed Division 2. Yep, so at 12.35 we have Ramsey Rookies against Vikings E. These two have already met in this league and it was a close encounter, but I think Vikings E will just have it on paper. The next game as well is at 12.35 and it's a Castown Derby, Castown Camags against Castown Cushags. Camags top of the table, Cushags sadly at the bottom of the table, so I'm going to go for a Camags win there. And then the final game in this league is at 3.35, and that's Ramsey Ravens against Valkyries D. Ramsey Ravens, second in the league, hoping to keep the uh, push to maybe catch Camags in this league. So I'm going to go for Ramsey Ravens win there. And last but certainly not least this weekend, three games as well in the Rossborough Mixed Division 3. So yeah, in Division 3, we have three derbies. The first one at 11.05 is Backers Colts against Backers D. This will be an interesting one, I reckon. Backers D really have been showing their experience, but then Backers Colts are full of youth and speed. So it'll be interesting to see which team comes out on top, but I think Backers Colts will just have it. 
The second derby is at 11.05 again, and it's Castletown Cosney against Castletown Carags. This will be a good close game. Castletown Carags and Cosney both have had pretty much the same season, but as usual with any derby, it could go either way. And then the final derby in this league is Harlequins B against Harlequins C, and that's at 3.35 at the NSC. This will be a close game, but I'm sure it'll be all three derbies will be played in good spirits, and I'm sure there'll be lots of club support down at all games. Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for this evening on Friday Sport Preview. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave, Christian and Ben Cunningham. Well, Chris Kinley is up with you next in the next few moments, but from me, in the meantime, it is bye for now. Men's Radio.